0: We are the students of Dr. Banubi Nanavati College of Pharmacy and the student council members of Public Health Office. Our committee attempts to create social awareness about the various aspects of health among the general public. Hello. This is Simran Patel and I am the member of the Public Health Office. For the celebration of stroke week and stroke survivors, we invite a truly inspirational stroke survivor, Mrs. Olga Raskazova. Thank you so much, ma'am, for being here with us. Short intro about her, she became the stroke survivor on her 30th birthday. So uh, without any further ado, we would like to begin with the questions. Uh, If you're comfortable talking about it, can we like start with the basics? Like what kind of stroke did you suffer from?
1: Yeah, Sure. Well, thank you so much for the introduction, Simran. Um, hello, everyone. Um, yeah, so I'm very comfortable in sharing my story today. Um, it was an actual uh, cervical artery dissection that led me to a shamik stroke, specifically on my right side of the brain. Um, and it happened at the day of my birthday, on my 30th birthday. <laughs>
0: Like what was what was like the situation like you were and and how easily it was, well, how easily the hospital was accessible to you.
1: Um. So, the whole story is it, it, it's it's quite funny and not funny in the same time, of course. Um. So basically, me. Um. I went. Uh, me and my partner, we went to Wyoming. We live in New York, but we went to Wyoming. Um, to celebrate our friend's wedding and specifically my birthday that I mentioned before, and it was like our first child free vacation since our daughter was born um my daughter was like one year old back then, and so basically at the day as I said at the day of my birthday, my thirtieth birthday, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning from just a massive headache and uh and I had a I also had a vertigo and, um, to the point that I couldn't even stand up on my feet and the whole world was just like spinning around my head. And, you know, when you're 30, you don't really think that, oh, this is a stroke or like you think this is just like a massive headache or a migraine or something, right? So it's going to go away in a few hours. You just need to rest. So we stayed in our hotel room for like hours and, um, but it wasn't just, it wasn't, it wasn't getting any better. And so a few hours later, I ended up at the local hospital where after some tests, including the CAT scan and MRI, um, my ICU doctor, he basically confirmed that I'm suffering the cervical artery dissection and that led me to stroke. Um, So I, it was easier for me to back to your question, how easy it was access to a hospital? It was easier, but like I just didn't know that, um, what's actually happening to me. So we, we stayed in our hotel room for hours because we wouldn't even think that this is stroke or something serious, you know. That's, what, that's
0: more important about the day. Like people don't even know about like stroke like the basics about stroke like and that's why the awareness
1: is so important that's true yes i agree yeah
0: um i actually wanted to ask you how did you sort of manage to get back to normal and how do you keep yourself motivated
1: it's a good question uh thank you i um so normal it's a very big word in a way of um Am I 100% back to normal? It's questionable. Uh, and what would differentiate 100% recovery? That's also kind of like a defer case by case. Um, I believe the recovery is possible um, as long as you push really hard and enough for for you. Uh, because each recovery, it takes a real determination, ongoing focus, your own resilience. And constant like persistent persistence and courage courage in a way whether you have repeated setbacks um or certain frustration why you cannot do certain things that used to be accessible for you um I think particularly for me and my situation, family and friends, I think. All of it would be impossible without them, without their personal support. Um, I also think I got a really – so after four days in the hospital, I was actually transferred to the uh, Utah Rehabilitation Center, uh, where I, um, I basically did my inpatient rehabilitation. Um, And I think I was extremely fortunate to receive the best care possible during, like, this first two weeks um, after what happened to me. Um, And so I do say I can't imagine my recovery without being in that inpatient facility um, with doctors that just – they knew what to do and they knew what care I need to take. And also, it's just – it's just they were able to convey a very high level of empathy that it's really hard for anyone else to duplicate, and I think that support that what keeps you motivated and keeps you going, and just like ability to to talk to someone in the very early days who can really know what you're going through because it feels like it feels like the whole world is against you against you again I guess that that big word but it's like you just I felt like I needed someone who can relate to to what what's happening to me in my brain in my body and I think I got that really great support not just my family and friends but also from medical uh, workers that were around me at that time
0: Okay. So how did it how did it affect you mentally after recovery or after a stroke?
1: Um, it did affect me, um, and I think it's extremely common. I think depression is a very is a very common experience for stroke survivors. Um it's just I think uh, it often calls just because um, by by like your biochemical changes in the brain, so if you have like a um, certain brain injury um survival um they might, might not be able just to feel positive emotions in general and uh depression can also be um it's just a normal um Psychological reaction uh, to your inability to have your normal life back. So I think I wasn't an exception and it took me a really long time. And also like in my particular case, it was, I was very focused on the physical recovery in terms of like I wanted to walk, I wanted to talk, I wanted to be normal again. And when you focus everything on that you don't really think about mental aspect of what happened to you and you actually had a brain injury and you have a different chemicals in your brain now and it's just working in a different way and it's just like and I just didn't pay attention to it so I got to like it's actually it didn't hit me right away it was like five months later I felt like oh I'm extremely depressed um so it did affect me
0: so you look really good right now, you look
1: really positive, and you look really healthy right now. Uh, I just wanted to ask, is there any history in your family of strokes? Uh, not from, like, my immediate family members, but, like, my grandmother, she suffered stroke when she was actually quite young, not 30, but, like, she was 55, um she was a she was paralyzed for some time but she did recover she pushed back and uh, she's almost 80 now uh in a good health um uh, and uh, yeah so but uh besides her like i don't really have anyone like my mom or my like immediate family members no
0: So, according to you, how can a caregiver
1: keep a stroke survivor or healthy or mentally good? Um, you mean how they can, uh, what kind of role they can play in the recovery process? Uh, look, your loved ones, they have an extremely difficult task uh, because they have to be, they have this job as a chief motivator and, um, you know, they have to like, they have to keep love you. They have to be really positive. They have to be there for you. And it's just like being positive in general and, you know, making sure that like people that surround you, friends or your family, they kind of help, to encourage that positive attitude. And um, you need to seek out people who actually make you want to keep on investing your time in your recovery and telling you you can do it and this is important and there's no other way. So basically, right after I had, like when I was in my rehabilitation In uh, in Utah, when I was uh, in that rehabilitation center, I got a call from my friend in Russia, and she's my like one of my best friends that I known since like I was three years old, and she said, "Look, you just don't have a choice. You have to get better. You have to get to what life you had before. You just there's no other way. There's no like, no." And I think this is like a very powerful message, and also a fact that, like I had a one year old at home, she's not like she, she needs me <laughs> so that's 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 basically what keeps you you know that what what helps i think um and that's what's essential as you're, during your recovery process.
0: How will you guide um, and help people to, like, uh, build a positive uh, attitude after stroke? Or, like, what tips you want to give them who are in early stages of recovery?
1: Um, I think, well, as I said, just always keep in mind that recovery is possible. It's it's like I saw like and then when I came back to New Jersey, I, I actually I um I went to outpatient rehabilitation as well. I did the physical therapy, so I did see a lot of people coming, you know, to that Kessler Center doing the PT or OT and you know so on. I saw so many people, and I was amazed by the fact how resilient our body can be if we have a right mind to it if we put a right mind to it so it's like our body can do anything trust me if we wire our brain if we wire our attitude our emotions our feelings towards the right thing of happiness and you know fulfilling your life and Living this life, we can do anything we want with our body. There's no, like, I, I saw so many stories of people, you know, being attached to the wheelchair and, you know, with the doctors telling them you'll never be able to walk and they would walk again. And it's just like, it all comes from your brain. So keep it positive because nothing is impossible.
0: Actually, Uh, before you, we had this interview with this person and uh, he, uh, the doctors gave him like a 5% chance of recovery and a 0% chance of getting out of the wheelchair. And he, he overcome that. Like it took him time, but he still overcomes them. And he has like 70 to 80% recovery, which was so uh, amazing. Like it was amazing. His story was amazing.
1: Exactly. Yes. But But I also like, I always share my story in the way of like, so I had some issues with my balance, obviously, and it was coming from my brain. So I wasn't paralyzed, but my brain was not working properly, so I couldn't really walk. Um, But because I was extremely active and into sports and like different activities before I actually experienced stroke, it helped me to build that muscle muscle memory that was actually also essential during my recovery when I was undertaking the physical therapy courses because my body, my muscles just, it was just wired in a way like it knew what has to be done in order for me to balance and stand and walk again, even though my brain was off, but my body was kind of like ready. Let's let's move. And um, so just staying active is extremely important for anyone at any age. (laughs) I'm not saying doing any kind of crazy sport activities, but just being active, walking every day, you know, hiking, being, you know, stretching, yoga, any type of exercises is great.
0: Do you all have any further questions So were there any diet or exercise recommendations given by your therapist to you during the recovery
1: So um, yes i don't like i did not have like um, i did not have a specific prescribed um exercise routine by my therapist um, I did have a bunch of exercises from specifically from my physical therapist in terms of like bringing back my balance and just building those new neurons in my brain in a way of like, you know, for example, even walking with the closed eyes, just making sure it's safe. You know, you can walk straight that that also like that that's specific to my stroke and what happened in my brain but um I've been extremely um i went back to i took um many many yoga classes um and i remember i i have been doing yoga even before my stroke and throughout my <coughs> pregnancy um and so i was <coughs> pretty excuse me um um, I was quite flexible and um I had a really good posture and balance in yoga before everything happened to me in terms of stroke. Um, but I remember when I took my first class, actually two of my girlfriends they were like, You have to go, we have to get on a mat and we have to exercise. And I'm like, No, I can't even stand. What are you talking about? Like, how am I gonna do yoga class? And um uh, and they're like, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter how it looks. You just you 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 have to do it. You 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 do it for yourself. And so, uh they took me to my favorite yoga studio, and I remember my first class when I like even like a basic postures I couldn't do it. But then when I did like my warrior two and I was able to stand, I was just like I felt so good about myself. And this is a this is like considerably the like a very intermediate, not the most like advanced pose, but like for me, it was just like i felt like i'm a i'm there i'm a winner i'm like i'm i'm gonna it it's it's it, it it is also a really good motivation for you when you feel like even small things you can start doing it again, and so I think that was that was very beneficial for me on a physical level but also on a mental level giving me that right attitude towards my recovery and you know basically telling me you can do it if you put enough effort in it
0: yeah so like uh to sum it up like the last question like what would you advise like our listeners like if they have a person who suffered through stroke, like what precaution should it should, should should they take, and how should they like behave around the person and everything? Uh,
1: precaution around. Uh, I mean, so it it it's it's very different. It depends on what kind of stroke you have, because for some people, um, it could be related to their speech. For some people, it could be related to they balance for some people it's related to the memory. So it's like, it depends on what part of the brain was affected. Um, so for sure, like my advice would be to find a good specialist. First of all, to understand what, bra- what part of your brain was affected and what kind of therapy you need to go through in order to recover, because it could be so many variety of things. Because again, our brain is like a, uh, a little computer machine that is in charge of everything that's happening with our body. So depends on what side of the brain was affected. So you really need to follow advice of your um, doctor, whether it's your neurologist, or if you're going through the inpatient or outpatient rehabilitation, you have to speak to your um physical therapist or occupational therapist depends again on what kind of treatment and what aspects of your brain you kind of need to rewire again um so my suggestion is for sure like first months first two three months are crucial and you really have to like don't think about anything else. You really have to focus on your health and your recovery and put as much time and as much effort as you can in order to go back. Um, saying so, if you didn't have a chance to go back within the first three months, again, I know so many stories when people get the ability to speak or walk, even one or two or five or ten years after the actual stroke. So keep on moving. Keep being motivated and take care of yourself and always follow advice of your doctor. Uh,
0: so thank you so much for uh, coming here. Like uh, I know the time zones were different and we got confused, but yeah, thank you. Uh, thank so we'll end.